0: Hey everybody, good morning. This is Sean Marcanet, and another, yet another, five-minute morning. Wow. My goodness. We're really going for it. <laughs> and yes, I said my goodness. I never say that. I'm so sorry. Hey listen, today I want to talk to you about something that I get super excited about and it's very similar as to what I talked about yesterday, mindfulness. This is something I'll, I call total focus. And total focus actually has the ability to be maybe even a faster version of getting the same results that you get with mindfulness. This total focus idea has been considered, you know, mindfulness on steroids, let's say, you know, it really is very powerful. And the person who developed this, uh, the gentleman's name was Les Femi. He actually calls it open focus. And he has a very specific way of going about doing open focus. My version is called total focus. It's, it's different because it also involves some mindfulness pieces. But it's similar in that Les Femi, Dr. Les Femi, found that if you put a brain cap on someone and you measure the electronic, it's called EEG waves. Basically, you can think about it as the electrons that are firing off in our neurons on the very surface of our brain kind of everywhere and if you put this cap on you can start to get really interesting information and so what Les did was he had these caps on people that were very hardcore experienced meditators and he had them meditate and then he recorded the information that came from their brain and his whole goal was try to replicate that in people that were novices and what he found was when you pay attention In very specific ways. In fact, when you pay attention to volumes of space, it's really weird. I'm gonna walk you through it though and, and again this is kind of my own version of it and it's different. When you pay attention, what he found is when you pay attention to volumes of space, when you imagine a volume of space in your mind for about 30 seconds, roughly 30 seconds, when you hold that volume of space in your imagination, like let's say, can you imagine the volume of space that exists between your ears and the idea, and I know that sounds really strange, the idea is to meditate on that idea for about 30 seconds. And If you do that, you can actually get a lot of benefit and it's a very quick way to replicate the same brainwaves as a pro, let's say, meditator who's been meditating for decades. So that's why I say it's almost a faster way of being mindful because mindfulness takes some practice and, and it's actually quite accessible to most people, mindfulness. This idea of total focus, open focus and it's kind of variant that I talk about, total focus, is a way to maybe even quicker get to a place that you could say is achieved by meditating for decades. So that's the reason why I teach it. and it's incredible. It's incredibly powerful. When I first learned it as kind of a next version of mindfulness, it blew me away because you can really get these weird visual, <laughs> these weird visual artifacts where like, you're so relaxed that you're, I don't know, it's different for everybody. It's, it's even hard to explain. I'll tell you this, it's a really good thing and it's definitely nothing to be afraid of. It's very safe. It's your brain's own way of relaxing. And you know, we achieve these states naturally too, in that if you put a brain cap on someone versus like a regular person just sitting here versus a hardcore meditator, and if the hardcore meditator meditates, the person who's not a meditator, when they go into a daydreaming type place, those brain waves are very similar to the meditation brain waves. So we naturally go into kind of a meditative state or a a, a place in our mind where we're daydreaming. Uh, naturally every roughly two hours actually. It's called the ultradian rhythm. So anyway if you're curious you can look that stuff up. Let's do some total focus right now. So again the idea is that you're going to hold in your mind a volume of space for about 30 seconds and and again all you have to do is listen to the sound of my voice because I'm going to be dictating what you might want to focus on so that you can have something to guide you here. And the idea being that at some point you'll learn enough to be able to do this yourself and you won't need my voice
1: and in some way my voice will go with you in a way which is a little strange. So let's just do it. How about that? All you have to do and probably
0: don't do this while driving because you're really really using your imagination.
1: At least that would be my advice. Mindfulness I would say you could probably do while driving. That's totally fine. So all you have to do now, again, by listening to my voice,
0: is we're going to start out with the example that I used earlier. And the question is, are you able to imagine the volume of space
1: that exists in between your ears? And if you just hold that, In your imagination.
0: And you know, some people ask me when I walk them through this: Am I supposed to imagine a container of some sort? Am I supposed to imagine a volume, a literal volume? Like, am I supposed to be guessing how many liters of space exist in between my ears? I would say no. That's not how I do it. And it seems to work okay. How I do it is I simply bring my imagination into that volume of space. And allow my imagination to exist in that volume of space. So, what would it be like to simply acknowledge that there is a volume of space in between
1: my ears, which represents the volume really of my head?
2: And if I could imagine the volume of my head, and it kind of starts by first
1: recognizing where my ears are. Can I imagine where my ears are without
0: touching them? Okay, yeah. And then from there, what is it like to imagine the volume of space that's in between where my ears are?
1: It's not a question you can answer, but you just, you get kind of a sense
2: of it. The volume of space in between your ears. And as we move on, I'm going to
1: ask you also now to imagine the volume of space
0: that inhab- or that is inhabited by your neck and your head. And why don't we include the ears this time? So all this from your
1: shoulders up, can you imagine the volume
2: of space? Are you able to notice that volume
1: in the way that you notice it. Can you imagine inhabiting from
2: your shoulders up that volume of space? That perhaps there's space contained within the neck
1: and within the head. And another thing Les talks about is the fact that we are actually mostly space anyway. Because if you
0: understand how atoms work scientifically, that there's a nucleus and there's electrons and neutrons and protons that surround
1: it, the dense heavy piece of the atom is the nucleus. That's where the weight is, you could say. And the distance between one nucleus of one atom and another is vast.
2: It's a lot bigger distance than you would ever imagine to be true.
1: And so if the, if the nucleuses, the weight of the atoms are
0: so far apart, what exists within us actually
2: you could say is mostly space. And that's a weird thing. (laughs) That's a really weird thing. So let's do one more. Can you imagine the volume of space that exists in your arms, starting with your fingers, moving into your hands, and then moving your awareness of the space that exists
1: from your hands and now into your forearms, while including your hands and including your fingers and then up from the elbow to your shoulder
0: so that you can imagine from your shoulder, both shoulders, all the way
2: through to your fingertips, that somewhere in there is a volume of space. And so can you imagine the volume of space in your hands, in your arms, and you can also include your shoulders in through your trapezius, I think that's what this
1: piece is called, your upper back into your neck and up and around and through permeating your head. What would it be like if all of those pieces of your body were simply filled with space? And what if it's
2: true that they are already mostly space? Okay. How was that? (laughs)
1: And you know I forgot to ask you how you felt before and how much you felt it and how you feel now and how much you feel that. And I wonder if you can already notice the difference. So Les Femi calls that open focus. The version I use I call it total focus.
0: It's based on a similar principle. If you're curious Les Femi has a book actually. I think it's actually called just open focus and I'll put that link in the notes for you. Because it's a fantastic reference and it's a great way that you can do real quick type meditations that go real deep. And if you're into the whole meditating thing at all, I think you're really gonna like it. So, again, his name is Les Femi, L E S. I might mess up his last name, F E H M I, or some version of that. I think that's how you spell it, but I'll have the correct spelling in the notes in the video. And let me know if you have questions about this. I'm actually really curious about your thoughts. And thank you again for being here. It's 5-Minute Mornings. My website, seanmarconett.com, S-E-A-N-M-A-R-C-O-N-E-T-T. There's a free, a free seven-day training on there. I've said it so many times, I'm actually stumbling over the words, which is the exact opposite of how you would think it would work. <laughs> but there's a free seven-day training there. Go check it out. It's video-based. It's 10-minute videos. And you can ask me any questions on that training that you want. So go check it out. Let me know what you
2: think. And we'll talk soon. Thank you so much.